0: Hi folks, Lydia here from Rusty Quill Gaming, Chapter Multiverse, Magnus Archives and a bunch of other RQ shows. I'm excited to tell you that UK gaming dice company The Dice Dungeon have teamed up with Rusty Quill to produce two exclusive limited edition dice sets inspired by our award winning podcast Rusty Quill Gaming. The the We're-Still-Working-On-The-Name dice are a set of seven custom polyhedral dice featuring icons representing the player characters from Rusty Quill Gaming. They will come with a custom presentation tin. And the Lolong Deluxe dice set are a set of seven custom resin-filled metal polyhedral dice featuring icons representing the player characters from Rusty Quill Gaming presented in a wooden collection box. This set will feature other exclusive, exciting extras yet to be revealed. Find each dice set and a bundle collecting both sets at thedicedungeon.co.uk forward slash collections forward slash rusty dash quill or click the link in the description of this episode. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
2: Hello everyone, Helen here. Today I'm here to tell you about Selene, a podcast recently launched on the RQ Network. Step into Selene, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers. Meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So, search Celine wherever you get your podcasts, that's S-E-L-E-N-E, or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. Hello folks, Helen here, voice of Azu in Rusty Quill Gaming. This is an advert for the podcast Anomaly. Anomaly is a TTRPG meditation podcast that takes you into a world of magic and fantasy. You'll be invited to imagine yourself in scenarios like learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon, all connected by a shared mythology. The podcast combines the traits of a great dungeon master with those of a meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination, while you learn to centre yourself, find confidence and relieve stress. Featuring the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural, and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard, Anomaly is available wherever you find podcasts, or at seekanomaly.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A-L-I-E dot com. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode, and take care of yourself.
3: Welcome to episode 204 of the Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe,
0: Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing?
3: Zolf Smith, uh, Hamid Rinalta Han,
2: Sel Sidebottom, and Azu.
3: And we're sailing through the ether, don't know if London is still there, now I come to think about it, we'll have to find out when we arrive, which is what we do now. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. thank you i've been working i've been working on that little song it's it I, I i particularly like the rhythm of it and the lack thereof yeah i
4: liked the douglas adams poem about teleportation which is i teleported home one night with bob and sid and meg <laughs> bob stole Meggie's heart away and i got sydney's leg. yeah i love it <laughs>
3: So, you have all entered the teleportation cycle, let's call it, away from Svalbard. I believe you managed to get your kill switch, unless I'm mistaken, and only at the cost of massive of... Oh, no, of we fe- I knew we forgot of-
0: something. I knew we forgot something. <laughs> oh,
3: we
5: left it in the council chambers. No. Oh. What are we like?
3: Whoa, Sorry, Einstein.
5: Like... Can you put back
3: the zombies. <laughs> immediately go and from a from a peculiar level of like a particular nature, go and put it back exactly where you found it. They don't do anything to it. They just <laughs> they just like it being where it was. You know. <laughs> yeah. So you are all in the teleportation back towards central. Uh, yeah, central London, in order to uh, see what happens with that. In oh, mind, no, we're going to have to pay the congestion charge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're arriving on foot, so you're uh, okay. we're in extremely
0: eco-friendly transport.
3: <laughs> I mean, you, you, you assume that the entropic costs to the universe is just massive. <laughs> Anywho, can I get a perception check from everyone, please? Yes.
5: A good start with a mighty one for Zol.
2: Good. Oh. So, so ones are the
5: best number. 11, but
4: yeah, that one. Yeah.
2: I got 15.
4: Ha- Hamid rolled a natural 20 for a total of 37.
5: <laughs> oh, also, actually, that is a good point. You, you asked us to level up between sessions... Have we leveled up during the teleport, or are you waiting for us for to do For the a sleep?
3: sake of my ease, yes.
5: Then my <laughs> result was actually 13 because I put my. <gasps> perception it's up so two. high! <laughs>
3: uh-huh. So, Ben's ben smashing it, Brynn actually is smashing it. How are you doing, Lydia?
0: Well, Cell rolled a 7 for a fancy total of 21. Okay, cool.
3: Uh, oh, what did Scrat get? 19. You are teleported into London near the manhole cover that you first came out of from other London, not right next to the one that got away, to be clear. So there is a short walk to everyone apart from Hamid. It appears like it's a reasonable teleport in. There doesn't seem to be anyone around, anything like that. Hamid, you see the tiniest, tiniest little strip of cloth pulled out of way behind a crate observing your position, if you see what I mean. Like, it was a one-in-a-million fluke. Someone is hidden behind a bunch of crates. You know this, you don't know who, and they've just pulled something out of view as you plopped in. Who's there?
0: What? What?
3: Hmm?
4: I walk in that direction cautiously.
3: As Since you're so clued in on that thing, you see an eye poke out. It appears to be Barrett is looking around a crate and staring at all of you and then peeking back for a sec. <sighs> a little a little white hanky kind of languidly kind of bounces around the place better come out what is this
0: as you're looking cells mutagen fades off which basically means that they kind of stand up awkwardly and like the wings like fold in and like they took some charisma damage last term but they get charisma back from not being a beast anymore so as like talking again if, like I, I thought he was a professional, like, thief, mm. not a... Can everyone please give me a sense motive, quick?
2: Yeah.
5: 19.
2: Unnatural 20.
3: <laughs> 7. 11 and 8. OK, cool, yeah. So... Barrett is behaving ever so slightly oddly. However, mostly what he looks like is worried. He sort of effectively looks at you, goes, gives up. He's not really paying too much attention to any of you. And then he just sort of looks at you and sort of gives a little bit of a finger on the lips whisper kind of symbol, if you see what I mean. And then he gestures for you all to come over. So Azu's going to come over because she's... Fed up at this point,
2: she's like, "What? Another? Something else? What? I thought we were. What? What, what is it? What is it?"
3: That's uh, that's her internal monologue right now. Yeah, I,
5: I will walk over
3: and set my glaive on fire. He he, sort of gestures for you to come over, and he's still going like, "Shh." shh, shh. Look, I I was here to make sure that you had a safe place to land the the minions shall we say are out clearing a space they're, they've been moving into this area so they're having to work to keep things away we need to hurry back
0: now oh that's it go. what did you think our plan was like the the, 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 the we the we would just wander about more or less yes
3: barrett just starts heading back towards the one that got away but seems to be spending a lot of time looking Elsewhere, He seems a lot more cautious than he was the last time you were here. And he basically just not too interested in what you've been doing and seems a lot more interested in not getting caught out. I don't know how else to put it. He's... He, he he seems under a little bit more strain than normal, that's about it.
2: Azu does a massive silent sigh and just plods on, and it's just like, we would have been there already if you hadn't done the theatrical.
3: I just, I don't understand. Can everyone cle- please give me a perception check?
5: Ha! <laughs> Another natural one.
3: Good!
0: 17.
4: 19 and 18.
0: 21. Everyone apart from
3: Zulf, uh, shocker, but Barrett seems to have been telling the truth, whereas before, you know, everyone was sort of on the main street and so on. It seems busier around this location specifically, and he's moving a lot quicker than he was last time and being a lot more cautious. I'm not going to require stealth checks, but something has definitely changed while you've been away. There's a lot more activity around here, and that seems to be what's putting him on edge. A lot more people, a lot closer, but there there isn't the sudden telltale cry of someone spotting you or anything like that. Like that you are able, unless anyone chooses to take a frankly bananas detour, you'll all be able to make it back to the one that got away without incident and get to that central steel door thing. Okay. Once you make it there, Barrett though immediately wants to go in first, and he's like, "Bang, bang, bang! Me first! Me first, please! Me first, please!" Mm. Seems to be looking around a little bit more.
0: Uh, what, what, what? What? Why? What? Why, Mister? Uh, what was it, Mister? Mister? Uh, racket? Um.
2: I think he's just
4: being a coward. Oscar, why don't you go in with him? We'll do it in twos like before.
3: Yes. And Barrett's like, yeah, I'm going to need to show what's in my bag of holdings, so just squidge up, Wilde. Fine, come on, hurry up. Barrett just starts pushing his way into the main room and gesturing for Wilde, who just looks at the rest of you like... Give him a shrug.
2: Yeah, we all shrug back.
3: (sighs) Fine. (laughs) Wilde heads in, the door closes. There's a longer pause than there has been previously. But then the door opens, they're both gone, and I'm fine to cycle everyone from the rest of the party through the airlock again. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. At the other end then, having gone through the airlock, you are in the presence of Augusta again. She's there. She seems to be chewing Barra out a little bit. So you sort of turn up mid-sentence, where it's something along the lines of... um, I don't care if you've if it's a good haul. You don't just disappear like that. You co- you've caused enough trouble. If you would just, just stop messing around, you're lucky to be allowed in here at all. Well, you know, if, you, if you're going to treat me like that, maybe I won't go errands at all. If you don't do errands at all, you have no point at all. In which case, we can just kill you now. She's got a point, Barrett. I'm going to my room. Barrett just plops down a bag of holding. Nothing's worth this, and just starts stomping off down to his room again. <laughs> Right, how'd it go?
5: Yeah, we got the thing. Genuine question, is he necessary anymore?
3: I'm not sure. If he is, it's not going to be for much longer.
5: Right,
4: noted. We need to... We need to think about the The rest of the cult he's working with as well. I know we don't let the, you know, the squizzards in here, but, well, it's time to address those issues. The fewer
5: agents they have as quickly as possible, the better
4: in my opinion. Well, also, if we start to move Babbage, they're going to try and take
3: control of him. That seems pretty obvious to me. Okay, this escalated really, really quickly. Mostly I was kind of just looking at you all and thinking, you all look like garbage. Yes, it's been a long uh, day, I guess.
2: Yeah, thank you.
3: I tell you what, if you uh, pass me the kill switch, I'll take it down. You can go, I'll have a rest. I'll take it down. Thank you. Augusta's just both hands in the air like fine, whatever Augusta starts heading down into the sort of that house front porch kind of dealy bit and he's just like kettle's on do not let the door hit you on the way in thank you you are now all in the locker room wild pipes up once you're all there looks like Barrett's been doing some chores a few errands what was in the bag really high-end gear he definitely shouldn't have. So either he inherited a department store or more likely the British Museum or he's been fetching things for Augusta again. What do you think about
5: Barrett? Should we get rid of him now?
3: I'd wait until we know that this machine's ready. right. Because otherwise all we need to do is find out there's something missing and then frankly I'd rather send him to find out where it is first rather than us having to risk our neck every time but...
5: That makes sense. All right, well, when we're ready to go, he's gone. Does anybody have an issue with that?
0: I, uh, just to, just to cl- clarify, because um, my, my head's still a bit swimming from the... Oh,
5: I, I'm going to chop his head off.
0: Oh, um...
3: Wild winces a little bit. We can't afford to cut him loose.
5: There are certain things that need to exist in the future, and Barrett has proven himself repeatedly to not be one of them.
3: The options are imprisonment or...
4: <sighs> if, if there was still a way to imp- Prison him, try him for his crimes properly. I'd vote for that, but we're not in a place where that exists. And he deserves to die for the things he's done. Unfortunately,
0: uh, hmm. I, I mean, I, uh, that, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not sure if, if if every option has has been exhausted. Surely there's a room he could be locked in. Sorry, the, the the thing, it messed with my head. Um. We don't need to
3: decide anything now, okay? We all, well I say we all, I'm, I'm actually alright, but the rest of you look worse for wear. Why don't we sort ourselves out? It's it's not like we're under a, a particular time limit as far as I'm aware.
4: No, we need an update from Nicola and Arda about how the machine is coming along once they've had a chance to integrate the uh, switch. So... I guess some rest is in order,
5: for me at least. Right, yeah, let's go deliver this to Lovelace and Tesla. and uh, Right. And I'll head off down to the lab.
3: I'm going to follow Zolf, if that's OK with everyone,
5: and assume that everyone else is sort Oh, of- I-, I was expecting to be followed along. I don't actually know, I can't remember.
0: Who has the kill switch? You do. You took it. was it. me. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I mean I grabbed it out of the plant cuz I was swooping and flying. Oh. I may well have passed it on or put it in someone else's bag of holding. I don't know if we ever confessed. Yeah,
3: Scork I'm- passes the kill switch to Zolf. <laughs> sure. Okay, Zolf now carries the kill switch and I suddenly really want to call it the football.
5: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> just for clarity, when I said like I'll take it down, it was uh, kind of like the group will. It was oh, more Oh, yeah. I just like, see. Yeah,
0: yeah. I misunderstood that.
5: Yeah, I'll happily go with you. Yeah, that wasn't okay, me not trusting the rest of the group. That was me not trusting Augusta, because I've hmm. Augusta... W- when are
0: you going to betray the party and turn out to be evil,
3: Ben? I've been waiting ages. Well, you briefed
5: God. me about having the long game as a doppelganger, so you're <laughs> all <right>. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> Fine. All right. In which case then, heading down into the basically into the lab proper. We'll skip all of the faff. Augusta is chilling. Barrett's listening... I'm going to go ahead and say Barrett's listening to loud music behind a closed door. Um, Probably some kind of opera. (laughs) phone
5: turned all the way up.
3: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with a sign scrawled on his door saying, Keep out. What's,
4: what's that symphony which includes
5: actual cannons?
4: <laughs> oh, the 1812
5: Overture. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I there's, there's a bit of me that the kind of teenage, sulky Barrett feels a lot harder to kill. Yeah. As a trope, like, it, it feels more and more uncomfortable than the manipulating evil dudes but mm-hmm. that might be what you're going for. I don't know. Pretty
5: sure it is. And also this could all be part of his manipulation.
0: Yeah, true. Summit Neil
3: peels off and immediately uh, stalks away long before getting to the labs. Yeah, you're heading heading down into the labs. It's much as you left it. Tesla appears to be asleep at his desk again. Ada seems to be picking her way between the uh, racks, making minor adjustments here and there. Eventually, Ada notices you and is like, oh, did you? Uh, pl- uh, uh, how, how is it?
5: Very carefully put the kill switch on a table. Oh.
3: Is that?
2: Is that it? Is that, that? That's the right thing, right? That's bloody hope it is.
3: Ada puts on a pair of you know those sort of white cotton gloves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. for like handling delicate electronics or papers or whatever, and starts gently, gingerly twisting it this way and that. I'm, I'm pretty certain it is. Ada then, without responding, sort of rush, rushes over and sort of. <laughs> Jabs Tesla in the elbow because she can't touch you with the cause of the gloves. And he's like, <laughs> what? What is it? Yeah, you know what? I won't bother with a perception check. Everyone can hear. <laughs> Did they do it? Really? <laughs> oh, thank God. He sort of picks himself up off his stool and, and hobbles over to start examining it with Ada, and they both immediately start looking back and forth and examining it from all angles and start taking notes. Ada looks up from him, going, "This is." going to take an enormous amount of time. You're, you're welcome to help, but I suspect you're, you're going to want the rest, but it, it, it looks like you've done it. Good! Well done. Uh, w- was there any? Was there anything odd? Was there any w- w- anything that we need to be aware of before we do any kind of work on it? Big
5: monster? In a planar of void, yeah, that was kind of attracted to it? Or created by it, or something? I don't know. It was very bad. Yeah, when we
4: found it, there was... I give a description of the creature. It seemed to be... But then... I'm struggling to remember, actually, what happened. Like, didn't we fly the kill switch over to the creature and then press it and it sucked the creature in?
3: Full Ghostbuster yeah. style, yeah. Mm.
4: i described describe that.
3: Right. Uh, Ada immediately takes it and, without even waiting for uh, Tesla to catch up, goes over to a-, a wall panel, pulls it down, inserts it and closes the wall panel and then sort of opens it, revealing what is effectively like a big, thick containment chamber, big old, like, you know, two-inch thick glass, that kind of thing. Whatever
4: the dwarves were doing, there was another of those large plants in the central council chamber and they they were clearly trying to use it and the plant was dead and so... It may have been an artifact of how they were using it that summoned the creature, rather than just an inherent property. So, so
3: it's, it's okay. So what we'll what we'll normally do is, um, uh, if if it's okay with you, uh, we'll ask for uh, we ha- we have some documents in, in in the rooms. If you if you can write a formal uh, debrief document so that you don't forget anything, I'm just asking if there's any like crisis thing. That's good. It's in containment. Great. You great. you go do you and just and just make sure to write everything that you remember down, and then I can I can collate that. You see, and and, and it lead to a, a more um, sure a uh, sure. uh, wholesome view of everything that happened if, if that's okay
4: yeah that w- sounds brilliant
5: thank you and good luck to both of you and we all need some rest yeah and you four come see me in the morning and I'll sort you out thank you so okay
3: uh, is there anything that we can be doing to help you at all uh, we, we none of us are magical healers but we, uh, you know no. um, hot towels that kind of thing <laughs> well oh, oh that would be nice
5: actually. Oh, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. And I will now head off to like a sure. Run.
3: <laughs> in which case, then I'm going to accelerate time a little bit because I think that people need a little bit of a rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Important notes. Does as get her hot towel.
3: <laughs> so, in terms of important notes, in order, I'll say, <laughs> I need to know first if you want to have any social chat before sleeping today. Uh, Not I. No. No. I think we're all too tired, yeah. In which case then, each of you gets visited by Augusta and I'd like to RP that comparatively quickly. Sure. How I many you get a knock-knock and Augusta's at the door? Oh, hello. Towels? Oh, thank you. That's genuinely really appreciated. Augusta sort of leans nonchalantly in the doorway, kind of just nosing around your room a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? What was what like? You know, Svalbard. Sounded interesting overrun with plants and zombies huck me up hamid okay i'm spending almost all day in a bunker give me something
4: well so there were these things that we started to call the watchers and they were like if you take a dead body and you grow a plant out of it and they had like and they were reacting to some give me a sense motive
3: 10 total Augusta seems quite interested. I'm going to move on from that conversation, if I may. Azu gets a knock-knock with uh, Augusta delivering some hot towels. Oh, thank- thanks. This one, Augusta just walks in, sits on your bed, has a look around.
2: Ah, oh, that's fine. Azu also sits... Actually, Azu lies down on the bed and just puts the hot towel directly on her face. <laughs> 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 that good, was it? I'm very tired.
3: It was very scary. I hit a lot of things. What well, kind of scary? I hear. I hear you were fighting a lot of like zombies and stuff. Yeah, quite
2: sad. There were lots of lots of dead bodies, but the most frightening thing was. Yeah, don't, re- don't really care about the sad bits. Like, how how did they fight? Not that well, but there were a lot
3: of them. Also, there was this thing made of bones. Hammy didn't say anything about the bone thing. He was just going on about these weird planar things. Give me a sense motive. Yeah.
2: There we go. And it's fine. It's a five plus plus um,
3: 13. So that's an 18. An 18. Augusta just wants horrible details. Augusta is treating your adventure like a penny dreadful and just wants to know what are the cool details or this is pure living vicariously.
2: Wow. Once Azu clocks this, she's going to say, you know what? I um I'm not the best at storytelling, so if you want lots of gory details,
3: I mean, Cell notices that kind of thing. <laughs> that is very cruel. <laughs> Augusta just leaves and immediately heads to Cell's room. Knock knock. I uh, yeah. Hey towel throws towel at you. So what happened? Details. I want details. Give me details. Come on.
0: I. Uh... A thing made of nothing sucked my brain out, and I have a headache. Um, but now I'm here. <laughs> Can you give me a transmotive <laughs> quickly? <laughs> Ooh, um, that's actually okay.
3: Uh, eighteen. Augustus thoroughly disappointed in you. You <laughs> have gone from being a prime cut to scraps in a single sentence. Oh. She has just lost all interest in you just in that single sentence.
0: Sel has absolutely no interest in this woman's regard whatsoever.
3: <laughs> Augusta just leaves knock-knock on door. What? Hey, cool. So, uh, when are we going to kill Barrett? That's for me. With the greatest of respect,
5: I've had quite enough with the global upper crust with all of you lot, and everything that you have done to the planet. So, right now, piss off. And if you're lucky, you'll get to live in the world that comes next. Barrett ain't. And I'll slam the door in her face.
3: You hear through the door, in a sort of, you don't even need a sense motive, in a faintly amused voice. You're all right, Zolf, I like you. And then Augusta leaves. I will throw <laughs> the door
5: open, glame the flame, and point it at her throat. I am in no mood for glib, sarcastic cleverness. Okay? One more word out of you when you're in my earshot, and I will cut your throat then and there. Do we understand? You cannot.
3: And I'm gonna take a break
1: there. Ooh. <laughs> do you love anime gaming movies and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do then join us on crunchyroll presents the anime effect i'm nick friedman i'm lee alec murray
2: and i'm leah president
4: absolutely incredible.
2: Or anime. And under this mask is another mask.
5: (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday,
4: wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.
5: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
3: And welcome back. I am going to go ahead and let people sleep, though I would ask everyone for a perception check, please.
2: While
0: asleep? Oh, no. Yeah. 21. 18.
3: 29.
0: 23
4: for Hammond, 25 for scrock
3: OK, everyone apart from Azu recognises that activity continues whilst you're all sort of resting in your beds, the odd thing here or there. Cell, you at some point while it's kind of semi dozing, get the impression someone's padding around a little bit out in the corridor, as opposed to like you know stomping past. Someone's you know padding around a bit, but that's that's as much as it really is. There's there no one no one to be clear, no one's been in anyone's rooms or anything like that. But yeah, you, you get the impression that things have been happening. It hasn't just been a complete uh, vacuum while you've all been asleep. In which case, then you all awake well. Oh. Ooh. Good. I'm assuming there's some clerical admin, by which I mean Ayo. healing admin, not... not <laughs> a, I, As a phrase, I realise I've misled us. I've taken us into a conversational cul-de-sac. Rescue me, Ben. Some clerical clerical.
5: <laughs> yeah, so but basically I have prepared four uses of restoration, which will get rid of all of the ability damage. Um, and fortunately, I have four, you know, patients. So I Convenient. can just...
3: Convenient.
5: Yeah. Spend that all and sort it out. I don't know if we want to use that for a chance for a bit of one-on-one roleplay, or we can just be like Zolf sorts it out.
3: Yay! I will leave it to the group. I don't mind.
0: I think as soon as as cells fixed, they will start babbling at Zolf how happy they are and grateful, and it will be, I if anything, slightly more annoying for Zolf. But hopefully, there's enough charm in there. You know, I
5: but. yeah, I, I think you get a smile out of Zolf, but he, <gasps> said, but he says, I, 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 "I do have to see the other others." So.
0: Oh, Thank I God. just I just wanted to say that it is really lovely to have my head back in gear. It's so it's so awful when like a void of nothingness uh makes you feel like you know, like they take the nothing. I really should look up in fact I'm gonna go and see if they've got any books on that. Uh that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh do you know what maybe I should look what? up in the index? Just uh, uh just, No, you know what? No, no, you you go fix things. Yeah. Uh thanks right, again. Um,
5: I'm gonna Yeah, okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
2: very good
3: <laughs> any other takers
4: possible out of character question I believe restoration requires diamond dust as a spell component which cannot be handled with issue materials are we ignoring that
3: rule do you want the bad news or the good news
0: there's loads of diamond dust there
3: the bad news is Bryn is correct there is a material component the good news is you're in a bunker that has stockpiles fine I'll, yeah, I'll find Great.
4: some
5: diamond dust Hamid will come to Zolf's store hi uh, y- are you
4: ready is that okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank uh, you.
5: Sit down, and I'll sort you out. I mean, and um, this this process is like it takes nine seconds. So sure. <laughs> uh, thank you, Zolfi. I, I
4: really appreciate it. Good.
1: <laughs> Ahmed
5: <laughs> pauses <laughs> and then leaves.
1: Oh!
5: Ahmed, look, do you, do you were signalling you wanted to talk pretty thoroughly there. So, what, <laughs> look, I'm sorry. I I just wanted to.
4: I guess I wanted to clear the air and just apologize. High stress situations, and I'm just trying to get better at dealing with everything, and I'm sorry, but I- I'm-, I'm okay if you're okay.
5: <sighs> Likewise, look, we can work together. that's fine and you know I, I respect you as you know somebody who will s- help sort out this stuff. Same. Same. I ain't saying I'm going to go to many parties with you afterwards, but you know that, that that is yeah, it's water
4: under the bridge. All right. Yeah, I I feel the same. Thank you. I thank okay. you for yes, clearing the air. That's um, thank you. Okay. Yeah, fine. You, you you two. All
5: right. I've got a seat to them. Um, yeah. Of all. course. Of course.
2: Oh, I'm really proud of both of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Um, See, if I give you all enough pain, niceness comes out the other end. It's all good.
4: (laughs) Well, also, we just went through a a big dangerous dungeon being incredibly competent and being on the same page about things the whole time, so that helps too. (laughs) That's what I
3: said. The more pain and dungeons I bring your way, the better people you become. (laughs) You are all going to be lovable heroes forged in the crucible of my hatred.
2: (laughs) (laughs) For about five minutes until you kill us, I think.
3: Yeah. 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 Well, you know, forging's difficult. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay as he comes to you, your door hello um all right well not all right, yeah, oh, all right. <laughs> so no, that's why yeah. i'm here
5: uh, yeah no cool all right uh... s- sit down sit down hmm. and again yes. nine seconds sort you out you're better
2: okay are you are you really going to kill barrett
5: uh i mean yes
2: he seems a bit He's very pathetic, see, and um, I sort of... I I hate him very much. (laughs) I'm figuring out how much I care,
5: but... The the, the man is extraordinarily manipulative. He is a snake and a poison. If we let him live, he's just going to do the same thing he does all the time. You heard him. He's an opportunist, right? And he's a survivor. That's how he wins. And if if, if if what I'm doing is wrong, then I will be sorted out, metaphysically speaking. And if it alienates you lot, then that's fair. I, 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 you know, I'm not asking people to agree with me. But he will destroy whatever comes next if we give him the opportunity. And all the people like him will do the same thing. It's all people like him are the reason this has happened. They have destroyed the world. They have doomed millions of people because of their egos, because they're hungry for power, because they, they don't care about anything other than themselves. And I have I've spent my life working under those people, the meritocrats, the harlequins, they're all the bloody same. They just want power, and they, they spout, Whatever words will help them do that, and, and I am done with people like Barrett.
2: Can we and I'm not, not just... giving him the chance. What if we lock him up again somewhere? He'll get out. He was
5: lo- he, he was he was locked up before, wasn't he? Right? He said in Damascus he was locked up. He got out.
2: Yes, and I suppose it's not as, as things aren't going to go back to normal
5: just because he's, he's been given all the chances he needs. And he has destroyed so many lives.
2: My only solace
5: is Sasha got out from under him.
2: Well, this is. You. You. She. She didn't want to kill him. Then that's Sasha's
5: choice, and this is mine. Okay. Anyway, she's thousands of years dead, so,
2: you know. <laughs> well. She had a nice life without him. Yes. I think.
5: And now we can um, all have a nice life without him, too. Oh, I love it. I love it
4: so there's, much. This is the best There's so many answers to this, but, like, which character
0: is right to say them? It's like, it, f- it feels like I'm in mean, a Marvel thing where they're just like, oh, but he's, you know, but they chose violence. And it's like, there's, there's a logic, but none of the characters can actually see the holes in the logic. And it's just like, oh, how do you do this? How do you do this? Well...
2: I'm just... I'm just very tired. I am yeah, me too. Very tired. Look, if um, you all
5: stop me, I ain't going through you to get to him. That's not worth it. But he needs sorting out. He needs getting rid of. Or we're jeopardising everything that we're working for. Right. That's a conversation for later, all right?
2: It That's- is. We still need to talk to babbage i think they said there was something
5: you can
4: talk to uh, babbage
2: we talked to shoween i guess I, don't, so.
5: I don't think we know if we can talk to babbage yet
2: <laughs> anyway um
5: yeah we got some conversations as um world said we need to make sure everything's working before we can actually um be done with barrett because he is he's got some skills so you know i'll
2: i'll think on it i'll think on it
5: sure all right anyway i'll um, all right see you later uh
2: as it does a shoulder... Pa- not a... Pa- like like a...
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sturdy... And, like, attack. Zolf can do the same for, like, Azura's elbow, I guess. <laughs> That's about <laughs> as yeah. high...
3: Yeah, and Clank's out of the room. Okay, did everyone fill in their required paperwork? Did everyone do their homework? Has everyone told their debrief papers, said what they did? Has everyone done what they were asked to?
0: Cell needed extra pages?
3: (sighs) (laughs) There's always one. Mm. Uh,
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah, Hammond very much did, and there was probably more detail than necessary, but he also probably didn't need extra pages.
3: In which case then Ada will have done the rounds uh, collecting paperwork and taking it down for analysis and so on. I'd say as you're uh, all heading down to breakfast, you see the table is laid for everyone and there appears to be decent-ish fare and there appears to be lots of bulky parcels laid out around the table with a card in front of it, like a little place-setting card. Wilde's already sat behind his bulbous-looking parcel-wrapped package going, I think it's our lucky day. Oh, Huh? Ooh, what? ooh! Well, that's exciting.
0: Is that like a a thing that like we we so we what did like are all of the presents for 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 us? Uh, do we? Turns out
3: that Augusta does actually have a role here beyond just annoyance, which is quartermaster. So Barrett may have been sent out to fetch some things for us. Oh, right. Okay, so not a hundred percent useless. That's nice. Ooh, can, Ooh. Can, can we open them now? Shrugs, yeah, why not? Go go for it, yeah, cool. Let's Fine. all open them together. How exciting. Ooh, <laughs> a present. <laughs> I'm going to say that Wilde already kind of opened it and then closed it like he hasn't and then opens it up uh-huh. again yeah. and then pulls out <laughs> the most ludicrously resplendent clothing you have ever seen. <laughs> it has a very large ruff Ooh. and is appear- it's like fully rainbow shimmering and when he f- sort of flaps it out glitter flies off from it Hammond <sighs> is rolling knowledge arcana <laughs> can I get knowledge nobility ability from Azu oh
2: my goodness you can indeed Why? 30
4: total on knowledge arcana can I recognise these as robes of the Thespian? Oh, you're ahead
5: of me. <laughs> you're ahead of me, Bryn. There was no way that Wilde was getting any other item.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you you may, in fact, have spotted that Wilde may have been given robes of the resplendent Thespian. They are not a item that is mass-produced. What you are able to do is discern the kind of things that it does based on legend, but not necessarily, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not like you can go buy this off the rack, you know? This is... This is a custom job. Oh, Oscar, Aww. those are magnificent. Uh, for the people who want to know, it, as an example, they allow you to disguise the presence of armour as normal clothing. They grant spell resistance, bonuses to saves, and enhancements on caster level checks and stuff. This is high-end stuff. Can I get that knowledge nobility ability, Azu?
2: Yes. Well, I just realised I never put any ranks in it ever, so it's all just oh, raw knowledge G20s. history if anyone has that. Sure.
5: 17 on history for me.
3: 10 on nobility, I'm afraid. Both of you have a vague memory that there was a British playwright who was renowned for having a spectacular uh, (laughs) set of clothing... Very, very skilled. You cannot, you cannot really place it. Never is really. Assassin's what Creed, where
5: we just meet a gallery of famous like, historical figures. <laughs> yeah.
2: What was his name?
5: And Billy. Literally, Ships? the whole campaign has been us meeting famous historical. <laughs> oh yeah, we <figures> yeah. <laughs> With Wilden Einstein and <laughs> yes. Nikola Tesla, and yeah, no, actually, I get you. <laughs> and A. Lovelace, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah there was a point.
3: there was a very well renowned playwright, but none, none of you are particularly into that scene. But he he was men aware, like one of those neck thingies, so. I believe, Ooh, that's the bar.
4: I believe the bard. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The, bar, the bard item. I'm sorry. The, the bard item
2: that, that Wilde has now. You were going to look ridiculous,
3: Wilde. Oh, dead wild Deadeye stares off and goes, I am going to look magnificent.
2: <laughs> Anyone else want to open theirs? Oh, yeah. Like, as it was absolutely
3: serious when she said that Sol opened them at the same time. Uh, there's no mysterious ticking coming from any of these packages, yeah. by the way. So. I mean, yeah. I do
2: still have that clock somewhere. <laughs>
4: Hamid rips into his like an excited child on his birthday.
3: (laughs) To everyone else, Mm -hmm. it appears that he's been given a mundane bar of metal. Doesn't really seem to do anything. Does he pick it up? Yeah. Immediately, inline golden lines start tracing themselves and etching themselves through the rod. Congratulations, Bryn, you're the proud owner of a metamagic rod. Of maximise. Oh, say that my. twelve times fast. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Metamagic rod of maximise. Metamagic, yeah. <laughs> can see. That's
3: kind of... <laughs> For listeners, it's a good, it's a good thing. Does good things.
4: Uh, did you say just a rod, not a lesser rod? No, not lesser. Come on. Oh man.
3: my! I give good presents. <laughs> I'm very thoughtful. Wow. So uh, I'll I'll leave you to uh, have a quick check if you want, Bryn, but. Makes good numbers go up, basically, right? <laughs> Three times a day, when I cast a
4: spell, instead of rolling the dice, all the numbers just come out as maximum.
0: Good lord. Wow.
4: Yeah. It's, it's, Goodness
0: it's... me. Good golly! Don't examine
3: why I'm giving nice things. Just keep opening presents. Who's next?
4: Is there one for Scrak too? There is one for Skrark. Of course there is. Skrark? I wonder if Skrark has had presents before. Oh, Isn't no! Isn't that a terribly sad thought? I'm sorry, I shouldn't oh, have
3: had Oh, that's it. so sad! <laughs> I mean, it's very difficult to have that thought because Skrark has already torn open and is wearing his belt of physical might. Ooh! <laughs> He's
0: hefty! hefty lad! <laughs> Ooh, what, what, what
3: bonuses does that give, Alex? Uh, Dex and con is what I'm focusing in on.
4: Awesome. So, do you say, is it plus two or Plus four. Plus four. Oh, actual <laughs> hit
3: points for Skrark. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, you can tell I've hit now. It's fine. Anyone else want to go? Oh,
2: yeah. Azu opens it with the same enthusiasm as Hamid, but not ripping
3: it. Like, she finds the, the oh, fold and oh, now carefully... It- it is difficult because your package is enormous. <laughs> it is occupying the entire end of the table and is making it difficult to see other people at the table. Wild definitely seems interested in yours because yours is the most like large gift, and so he's immediately like, oh, what's, uh, "What's going on Wait, there?" Wait, is it
2: standing on end then? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's it's on oh,
3: end okay. at the end of the table. You can just see like... Azu's grin over the top, like. <laughs> <laughs> You open it to see the single most badass agile breastplate you have ever seen. Mechanically, for people to look it up, it is a plus three righteous armour. There is a note (laughs) affixed to it. What does the note say? The note on this one very simply just says, whatever you do, don't use this inside. Full stop. Hmm. It is glorious armor though can I okay
4: okay does, does, does as you get another knowledge nobility to recognize the provenance of this one
2: yeah can I roll first again? things
3: first, do you touch the armor?
2: Yes, Um, I'm going to immediately touch it, for sure.
3: So the armour is currently inlaid with golden filigree, not in a way that is, like, frippish, but built into it. Mm -hmm. As Azu touches it, the gold is replaced with a deep and uh, vibrant pink that flows throughout oh. the golden inlay till the armour itself has adopted the uh, pinkness that has characterised your previous armour.
2: <laughs> yeah, Azu has my current face of delight.
3: <laughs> it, hu- it hums gently with a pleasant tone that no one can quite place for a moment and then it settles down again.
2: Oh! Do you think, do you think don't use it means don't wear it or do you think... I I I can put it on, but I can't
3: get hit. If anyone has knowledge nobility or knowledge history, knowledge arcana I'd allow for an insight as to, like... Okay. Whether it's about to, like,
0: explode or be cursed. Uh, Sel got a natural one on knowledge arcana, which does, of course, work out to 21 because of (laughs) their high knowledge arcana, but... That that is still a natural one. You want them to Understood. say with absolute certainty that it would <laughs> turn Azu into a shrimp.
2: I rolled an eight, so I'm just going to say that Azu is so pleased that she's not really paying that. Yeah, that scans.
5: Natural twenty on knowledge history, leading to a twenty-five total of
4: thirty-five on knowledge arcana.
3: You recognise that this armour has wholly magical properties that will turn someone into some kind of combat beast. The idea of not turning it on inside is maybe it'll affect everyone within the room. Maybe it will ruin the room itself. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's going to have a spectacular effect. Whatever it is, sell. Mm-hmm. Does Hamid speak up on that? Sorry, yeah, uh, Hamid will say something like, "Oh, it probably has some sort of um, you know, a- activation like similar to casting a spell that that inlaid in." to it but i think wearing it you won't be a problem sell rather embarrassingly uh hamid's hamid's quite wrong here uh-huh uh-huh and he's, he seems to have gone out on quite a limb here mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll leave you to interpret that how you want but it's it's it, he's quite wrong it's not yeah. it's not dangerous but it's very embarrassing for him
0: yeah like i i'm just i'm, I'm a little concerned it, it it reminds me a little of um some of the the symbols uh one learns when when learning uh how to tra- transmogrify one's, one's shape? So I would just just think maybe uh, like looking at it, cocks their head. Uh, maybe a, a, a triangle or um or a square. Maybe a platypus. What results? Check again. Exactly sure.
5: <laughs> twenty five with the natural twenty on knowledge history.
3: There is an old English legend of a king who united various separate kingdoms into a, a single sort of nation. It's widely considered apocryphal. Are we going Arthur or Alfred here? It's a good question. Okay. It's widely considered apocryphal. However, it is widely agreed that there was a very powerful king-esque figure a long time ago, renowned for having wildly powerful armour that drew the attention of everyone and sort of scared people into line a little bit.
2: Very exciting.
5: Uh, So is it Arthur or Alfred? Because one (laughs) is definitely fake and one is definitely real.
3: (laughs) Within this world it's a disputed fact as to whether they were known as Arthur or Alfred. (laughs) Fair enough. The history has not been kept particularly well from that period. The meritocrats are very good about keeping current records. Mm. Mm. Mm.
5: Hmm. I I don't mention it because it's not relevant.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Anyone else got any uh,
0: packages they want to open? Sel will open this.
3: It appears to have a pair of lenses. Uh, at first, they appear to be cut crystal or similar. Although on closer examination, no, that's probably some type of diamond. They appear to have been extracted from something else.
0: Sel, before getting through, I, I say this now because it's before having finished the thought. Mm-hmm. Cell immediately slots them into their goggles, which are the reskinned headband of vast intelligence. I assume if there are lenses, they will fit in that.
3: Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, in fact, interestingly, they look slightly too large, but resize as you try to insert them. Ah. It's rather odd. Can't decide whether it's just because they look so schnazzy mm. or whether, you know, it's it's just the quality of the light or something, but you may mechanically mm. have a headband of mental superiority that just makes you kind of just mentally better across the board.
0: Even <laughs> better!
3: So that I think Even that's a plus four better. to all your mental stats.
0: Cool. Okay, so so Cell's int modifier is now plus eight. That's Ooh. terrifying. That That's- is so much admin, Alex. I'm not even <laughs> sure if I'm happy about that because uh, <laughs> Cell is an entirely int-based character. Wait wait, 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 wait. Can you all hear that? Can you all hear that? Yeah. That sounds like it's that a Lydia problem? It is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's a Lydia problem.
1: <laughs>
0: I think that that changes the amount of bombs, the damage the bombs do, the amount yep. of spells. Yeah. Obviously, I will have to calculate skill points.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Just put them all in, handle animal, be fine.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I, genuinely, what can I... No, you know what? I am going to bring knowledge planes up to... Oh, poor gonna choice. I really
3: up. don't think that's going to come up. I, yeah,
0: planar issues, yeah. I, I, I doubt mean, you're going out on a limb there.
3: I'll try and see what I can yeah. rustle up, but yeah. The,
0: the, the final thing is that this is the first time in the actual campaign that I am playing a character whose charisma is, like, zero or above. <laughs> 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 so, unfortunately, like, this is the, the complicated thing. Like, it's not like I went for these charisma minus one characters because... I struggle with social situations, <laughs> and so that's an entertaining thing to play. So this is going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm cool now. Just, just so you know, uh, that is, I've got a modifier, and now I am cool.
3: Understood.
0: <laughs> Unrelatedly, cell is cool as well.
3: <laughs> hey.
2: Very good.
3: And last but not least, I have a... Uh, I believe I have a Zolf kicking around who has a package?
5: Yeah, yeah, I've been opening it at the same rate. Like, I've been quite careful. Probably, like, doing the thing where you, you try and sort of preserve the paper. You know, you kind of undo it <laughs> along lines, trying not to cut things. Just very, Just being very methodical about it.
3: So, as you open it, what you seem to find within is a very well-made but comparatively plain-looking light grey cloak. You can't, for the life of you, though, place the material that it's made from. It doesn't seem to be a hide. It doesn't seem to be feather. It doesn't seem to be wool. It seems to have a a smooth quality to it. It's it's warm to the touch. It catches the light in a... Maybe with a faint iridescence, but nothing particularly spectacular. However, it is very hard to explain. Just touching it, it feels wonderful to hold. It just immediately... It feels like it's lifting your spirits just by sort of handling it. It just... It feels right in a way that very few things have recently. It's a cloak of make-happy. What you are holding in your hands is a mantle of faith. People can give a check if they want, but let's be honest, it's pretty much going to come down to, uh, you may have spotted, historical figure had a mantle of faith, so it's up to you, really.
4: I mean, this time I got the one, so that's a natural one on knowledge arcana.
3: In that case, Hamid, can you believe this is clearly... Augusta and Zolf have clearly fallen out and she's deliberately given Zolf a dud. How petty can you get, (laughs) honestly? It's ridiculous.
5: Ooh, and fortunately, this is a chest slot, not a shoulders slot, so I can wear my cloak at the same time. Nice, nice. Mm
3: -hmm. So, yeah, for anyone who wants to know, Mantle of Faith basically makes you real good against evil. I'll just look it up for you quick. Mantle of Faith. When worn over normal clothing, it grants damage reduction of five evil to the character wearing it. So, basically, you just take five less damage, pretty much full stop because nice, nice. there's nothing I enjoy more than throwing evil at you. <laughs> uh,
0: that's
5: Ooh, actually, something interesting. It says, when worn over normal clothing, does that mean I can't wear armour?
3: I am choosing to say... Mm, you're fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, sure. And, uh Wilde immediately sort of kicks back, wearing enormous, frankly, rainbow-coloured spangly (laughs) attire he could not be happier with, flicking his ruff gently as he leans back, going, it's nice to be appreciated again for a change. I don't know about all of you.
4: So, uh, I mean, this has all more or less been happening simultaneously. So, you know, Hamid has seen the pink glow spread over armor. he's seen Wilde put on this absolutely magnificent robe, and he's picked up his own new rod and seen the glittering gold symbols appear. And... He's got. He's been grinning ever since. You know, ever since he saw the presents open. But now, you know, as as these things ha- happen simultaneously, the grin has spread wider and wider. And then suddenly, the back of his suit jacket rips open, and brassy dragon wings burst out. <laughs>
3: Oh! And I'll end the episode there. Hooray! <laughs> oh, that's new. <laughs> okay, I'll end the episode there.
2: <laughs> well done! Well, You're a done. real boy!
4: <laughs> yeah, we didn't cool. talk about all the new things we got from our level up, but everyone knew Wings was happening, so. Uh,
3: yep. nah, yeah! It <laughs> <they've> happens. <laughs>
4: The wings have arrived.
3: You've ever heard the phrase taking the garbage out where you just get all of the bad news and you do it in one go? It's like that, but with good news. You've now all got big magic items. You've leveled up and everyone's rested. I can skip past all of the like nice... That's done now. But uh, yeah, that's everything for now. So no one question why I'm making sure that you're leveled. I'm sure it's fine. Well equipped. It's yeah, cool. Well rested. No and problems. Just, just accept it for what it is right now. The future is a fiction and the yeah. past has already happened. What mm. is the f- What is the current but a present to be unwrapped.
1: Bye! Bye! Bye. (laughs) Bye.
3: (laughs) Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the TheRustyQuill, visit us on Facebook or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening.
2: Hello everyone, Helen here. Today I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ Network. Step into Selene, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels and eerie sleepwalkers. Meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street. Newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So... Search Celine wherever you get your podcasts, that's S-E-L-E-N-E, or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information.